the contrast could not be starker. While the scribes uh, sought Jesus' life yet feared the people, Mark records a widow who feared God and gave her entire life savings to him. Now, before we get there, we're going to learn how Jesus exposes the false devotion of these scribes. <clears throat> After a long dialogue with these religious leaders, now Jesus arrives at his final point, devotion. Is it truly for God or for self? It's a good question to ask even ourselves today. Let's see if we can learn something from our Lord Jesus Christ and rid ourselves of false devotion. Jesus begins by warning his disciples of false devotion. He says, beware of the scribes. Now, this isn't the first time in the book of Mark that he warns his disciples of false messages. For example, Mark 4 verse 4 says that Jesus warned his disciples to pay attention to what they hear. Or Mark chapter 8 verse 15, Jesus warns his disciples of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. Or later on in Mark chapter 13 verse 5, Jesus warns his disciples that people will try to mislead them. Jesus is getting his point across to the disciples. Don't be deceived. Pay attention. So too with us. We need to pay attention. Here's what the Apostle Paul says to the elders at Ephesus. He says this, I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And from among your own selves will men arise speaking twisted things, drawing away disciples after them. Therefore, be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease day or night to admonish you, everyone with tears. Now what's fascinating about this passage is the apostle says, be alert. But be alert to who? These wolves who come not from among the wolf, from the world, but rather from the leadership of the church. Notice the twofold mission of these wolves, these false teachers. They speak twisted things and they draw away disciples after them. Now, what's our role in all this? Our role is to pay attention. So coming back to our passage, let's be alert. What's wrong with what the scribes are doing in Mark chapter 12, verses 38 and 39? At first glance, it doesn't seem that bad, does it? They like robes. They love being greeted. They like snagging those best seats at the synagogue. They pray for a long time. None of these are actually sins in one sense. But then again, let us remember to be those cautious words from the Apostle Paul. Let us be alert. Let's look at their appearance. It says, <clears throat> Beware of the scribes who like to walk around 
in long robes, light greetings in the marketplace, have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor in the feasts. These long robes would be prayer shawls that would define these men as men of prayer, putting them in an exalted position. They loved greetings in the marketplace. This wasn't just small talk or saying hi, but rather the ordinary Jew recognizing the public and exalted status of the scribe. It was also intoxicating for the scribes. Self-image was everything for these men. The Apostle Paul warns, of, warns us of this kind of attitude. Galatians 1 verse 10 says, Am I now seeking the approval of men or of God? Am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. So in Paul's mind, there are two categories. Either we are a servant of God or we're pleasing man. But these people worship themselves. They were more concerned about where they sat and who would see them rather than whom they are to worship. If only they would take the position of the tax collector. Remember in Luke chapter 18, verse 13, this is what it says of the tax collector. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. But not only did they adore their, their appearance, but let's take a look at their behavior. Verse 40 says, Who devour widows' houses and for pretense make long prayers, they will receive a greater condemnation. You see, false devotion always leads to false behavior. And this is certainly the case here. The passage tells us that they devour widows' ho houses. Now, what are we to make of this statement? It seems very unlikely that these religious leaders made a living breaking into widows' houses and being thieves in that sense. However, Jesus has already established, remember Mark chapter 7, that these religious leaders twisted God's law for greedy gain. This is what's happening here. We don't have to go far as we just take a look at verse 41, that here's a widow who gives her life savory to savings to the treasury as these scribes stood by in their fancy robes and attending their feasts. And yet here's a woman who's giving absolutely everything to, and they could not help her. Jesus ends with, the scribes' prayers. Now, there's certainly nothing wrong with praying for a long time, but Jesus is getting at the kind of prayer that, that only hits the ceiling because it seeks to impress others. Jesus has no time for that. He says they will receive a great condemnation. And so what about us today? What's the warning for us today? Devotion to God is marked by humility working itself out in love for others. When the Christian life is consumed by watching others instead of looking to God's glory, we know it's no longer 
the Christian life that we are living. Let's learn from the teaching of Jesus. Furthermore, let's learn from the example of Jesus, the Apostle Paul writing to a church that's struggling with self-ambition, writes these convicting and yet comforting words. Philippians chapter 2 verse uh, 4 says, Let each of you not look to his own interests, but the interest of others. Have this mind or attitude among yourself, which was in which is in Christ Jesus. Though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him, bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God our Father. God bless and have a wonderful week.